0: Hello, Sushant, sir. Welcome to Everything Falls in Place. And it's really an honor to have you on the podcast.
1: It's a pleasure for me, Akshans, to be part of this podcast.
0: So I want to understand that uh, you have been in the corporate world for almost 12 years. Before that, you have done your MBA from Im Lucknow. You're also an engineer. So if there's something you feel that you would have known all these years ago so that your career would have been much better or your life would have been
1: much easier. What I felt is the importance of finding happiness in what you do every day, I think is critical. And I always uh, look forward and keep doing action. So this is something that I've learned over a period of time. And now I spend very little time looking backwards. Uh, What I've also learned in the last uh, 12 years is that what is important is, I think we we should make positivity louder. Right. It should have, uh, I mean, I should have let go of anger, frustration, doubt, stress about myself, which I think I used to have consistently, right, from my engineering to MBA to even my job. Right. So, and it's all about be positive and think positive thoughts as your thoughts become your actions and your actions become your reality. So, I think this is, these are some of the things that I wish I had known uh, 12 years or 13 years back uh, when I started my career. So in fact, uh, I had a uh, couple of assumptions and the top that's come to mind are four, four assumptions of my life, uh, which I thought were, were true uh, earlier. But in the hindsight, when I got the wisdom now, that has changed. So I think the first I would say was, I assumed that if you work hard and work really hard, you will eventually win. And working hard is the only thing that matters. And that's what I always thought. But now I feel that what you work on is just as important as how much you work on it. So, and I've seen that even donkeys work hard, right? But working smart is the difference between a donkey and a human. Uh, the second thing I assumed in my journey was, I assume my work will speak for myself. If I do well, people will give me what I deserve, what I wanted, what I... and what I wanted and what I deserved. I never asked people, right? And clearly if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So what I've realized is you don't have to be shy or be afraid of asking. And that's the second assumption that I think has become uh, broken, I would say. Uh, the third thing I, I would say, I didn't think uh, subjective topics such as psychology, business ethics, or even human resources for that ma- for that matter, were needed or were even important. I always felt that business is all about finance and marketing, right? And actually, if you rise in your career, what I have realized is business is actually all about people. How well you know them and how you treat them matters much more in your career. And finally, the fourth assumption I also had was that I really tried hard to please people. I wanted them to like me, to think highly of me, to speak highly of me right? And if your happiness actually depends on external validation, then your happiness depends on something which is not in your control. So hence, to me, now finding happiness is what you do every single day, which is extremely important.
0: Sir, you mentioned that you look for happiness in whatever you are doing every day. But do you feel there was a lowest point at some time in your life where you felt that, uh, okay probably things are not working out or maybe i'm not enjoying it or something
1: of that sort my career has been so i have seen lots and ups and downs in my career and uh, in fact i would say right at the start of my journey uh, it has been extremely super exciting so uh, just to give you an insight uh, so after i did my mba from iim lucknow and in 2008 i so i had a wonderful start to my career i got an opportunity with a wonderful marketing and tech company, which was Motorola, where I joined as a management trainee. And uh, one fine day after, so after seven months of my lovely stint that I had with Motorola, I was laid off. So, uh, and it was during the 2008 recession time where the uh, most of the organizations were uh, going down. Like right now we have COVID, that which has completely impacted so, so many companies and individuals. At that time, it was recession and we were impacted. The entire organization curtailed, curtailed its operations all across India. And uh, so right at the beginning of my career, I got a reality check. And uh, so uh, this was a big, one of the low points, I would say, because I was expecting much more from Motorola. But then after two months, after giving a couple of interviews, I got into Tata, Tata Services, And this was a role which was based out of Jalgao. And uh, this is a place, uh, a district in, uh, in uh, Maharashtra. And it's, it's a uh, location where the temperatures go up to 50 degrees in summer. And I was doing sales during that time. So again, this was uh, a low point, I would say, but I I would say at that time, uh, beggars are not choosers, right? So I didn't have any job. So I had to compromise on, I'll come to that concept also, which is the three L's of life, which is level, location and learning. So I had to compromise uh, both on level and location. Only learning was something that I was interested right at the beginning of my career, right? So I joined uh, Tata Services. was there for a year, got the basics of distribution. Then I got got. Um, I moved to a, another role over there where I was taking kind of the Photon Plus launch, which was a di- data device. So one and a half years was an interesting, I would say it was low point on my career, but then... I also learned a lot at that time. And then I think after going low, because I had to take a cut off almost 30% of my initial package that i had got as a summer training, uh, as a management trainee. right there, I got an opportunity with Gatorade and this was again, a great opportunity, I would say this was another role, which I would say wasn't, uh, it was a dip probably because I was learning a lot, but then when I saw my peers who I felt were, uh, I. Since I was doing well in sales, so I felt I was outstanding. I was doing extremely well. But when I compared myself in the, when I moved to the corporate role, I felt uh, I was completely lost. Where am I? There are so many brilliant people around me. I, I know nothing about marketing. Then came another role where I was taking care of customer marketing. And here, and this was not a role which I selected. This was a role which was enforced on me. Because uh, Pepsico as an organization, I wanted to continue in brands originally, right? Because that's something that I aspired. But Pepsico, because of their restructuring, they said that there is no role in brands. Uh, You need to move to a sales role, which is a trade marketing role. But here again, I said that I am probably compromising a bit on my aspiration. But then I got the location. I got my learning also. And uh, level will also get started over here. So... All was fine, but it was not something that I aspired as a role. Okay, so then I wanted to move to the consumer side of the business and I wanted to set foot into marketing team. And Gatorade was a good opportunity at that time, that point, and it being a global brand. And uh, here again, since I was from sales, I was moving into marketing. Here again, the mindset was completely different. Uh, And uh, so I I was in a corporate role where there was a lot of Competition, so for me it was like a completely new experience. So I learned a lot over there. Learned the execution experience, handling the PNL, supply chain, packaging, new product development, consumer research. So all these I managed over there, and uh, so this was a good experience. I learned over there, but then again, again a very very challenging role, right? Because it was completely new for me. But then again, since I wanted to move to brands. I got an, an opportunity with Lipton Tea, uh, which was again a joint venture with Unilever. And I would say, again, this was a very, this was one of the roles where, which had a very low point in my career. And uh, why I would say that is that over here, so Lipton Tea was a brand which was part of PepsiCo for the last four, five years, but it was one of the brands uh, which was not successful and it didn't have any right to succeed in terms of uh, the brand the organization didn't know what to do with the, this particular brand because it was just 1% of the sales in terms of beverages and there was no focus in the brand so for me i would say it was a big struggle and what we what i did and one and a half to two years i was really struggling in this brand because we tried everything we did uh, tv commercials we did outdoor we did radio We did a lot of campaigns, 100 days of summer campaign, multiple things we tried, but the revenues just did not grow for the brand. And it was at a stage that uh, the organization was thinking that whether we want to keep it or do we deprioritize it or completely close the joint venture with Unilever. So I I was at that uh, juncture that what to do. Uh, So it was a very low point in my career. But then I think uh, what I learned in this particular role was... uh, That you can't copy something that is working for other brands. And here uh, it was Pepsi, where we were kind of copying them. We were trying to do everything that was required, that we did TV, outdoor, whatever a brand like a big brand like a Pepsi does. We did all that. uh, But then it did not work out. I must
0: say the experience that you have described is so deep and so definitely a, uh, a commendable career that you had. But I want to understand what was your mindset through all the phases that you have described as the low points in your life? And if there was something that helped you get out of it?
1: Yeah, so as I told you, I mean, I think things that, that uh, I should have done say 12 years, 13 years back, I think what I've realized is you always have to keep moving forward. Uh, you have to keep yourself busy and productive. So during those the times that, that were not working for me, What I did was I did a lot of analysis. Uh, What I also did was I kept focusing on the inputs, which are in my control, right? The outputs or the performance was the the results, the sales were 100% not in my control. There were a lot of external factors which were involved in that as well, right? But the things that were the input KPIs, which were important, was something that I really focused on and kept on doing it. And uh, so, There were times where the performance was just not happening. There were times where I was not getting a promotion. There was a time I was not getting selected for a bigger role. So all these were instances which which were part of the journey, part of the career. But then what I always did was I kept on learning. And I would say uh, uh, what, in in fact, this happened when I was, when I talked, I spoke to you about Lipton IST, right? It was a tough time for me because... The brand was not doing well, so I was not getting selected. I was not getting any roles also during that time. But then as what I started doing is I started reading a lot of books. So I learned a lot of marketing concepts. Uh, why is it not working? And uh, I would say here I would want to introduce this concept of reading books to everyone. that uh, Because there are two ways to learn from mistakes, right? One is to make them. Two is to read about mistakes what others have made right? And you should read whatever you love the most, right? You can read magazines, articles, in fact, comics as well, read uh, biographies. Uh, What you need to do is really fall in love with reading. And then that learning will automatically happen. So I think the mindset was all about uh, having that growth mindset as well, I would say. And that's very critical. And you uh, you can read the book called uh, Mindset, which talks about the growth mindset and how Uh, it's different from having just a basic mindset. So growth mindset is all about thinking uh, that whatever you do, you are able to, I mean, you can really, there is no situation where you can't do well, right? It's, It's like wherever you get an opportunity, you have a learning mindset, you are growing, you see opportunities even in the worst scenarios, right? So I think that is something that I inculcated in my, self during these tough times and uh, I think I was because of these focus and uh, working on myself to improve myself to improve my concepts as well I think that really helped me in overcoming all these challenges that I faced in my career.
0: Now when we look back at your career the way you described it we see that you have done some really great work but I want to go back to the beginning and then try to understand that how were you let's say at school or maybe at the early days of your college? And were you always sure that you will come this far in
1: life? So I'll talk about the second part, uh, which is uh, not at all. So uh, honestly, uh, I didn't know I would come this far. And I would say that uh, uh, the, the frankness is that in the right at the schooling days, I would say I was not a good student at all. Uh, in fact, in my sixth standard, I failed in three subjects. And luckily, I was I was somehow able to move to the next class without repeating the year. and uh, But I was always good in sports. Um, but then I never had goals in life. So again, while doing my engineering, uh, I did not. So I, since I wasn't good in academics, in fact, I got a couple of ATKTs, which is basically uh, after trying, keep trying. So which are supply so please so over a period of time then after two years two and a half years i realized engineering was not my cup of tea uh, so during my final year i decided i should prepare for mba luckily then i was able to get into iim lucknow first year was extremely hard for me because uh, i would, again I, since i was not good in academics so i really struggled and i was right at the border to just not fail <laughs> in my first year it was a very interesting educational journey for me but now since I am now handling uh, a category which is 1200 cross almost right Uh, so I didn't see I didn't think at that time that I'll come this far now I want to
0: come to a question which is very relevant to people like me and of my age group because most of us have either entered their first job or about to enter their first job it can be post MBA or post their undergrad But when we join a job, slowly there comes a point that we have to make a switch. We have to move to someplace else for multiple reasons. So what do you suggest we should look for maybe in our first job or maybe whatever job that
1: we're looking for? I would say what is important is you should keep on trying out different things because you might, there are very few individuals who actually know what they want to do in life, right? And uh, you don't know, you might be, loving something, but then you might not be great at that, right? So it's about finding that uh, that point or that career or that job where you are the best and you are also uh, growing as an individual. So what's important is really exploring and having that wide experience. And again, I would say for a fresh graduate, what is important, one of the frameworks that I talked about is level location and learning. Uh, where I spoke about my example where I had to compromise on either of these uh, right uh, location or level at certain junctures of my career. The other important framework which I would want to introduce now is the JDI framework, which is uh, judgment, drive and influence. Uh, So drive is most critical right at the beginning of your career. What drive basically means is how driven you are, how uh, proactive you are. So all organizations, when when, when they see a college graduate or a, 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 a fresh MBA, the, fir- the first thing that they want to see is how driven the person is. In middle management is, uh, what is important is influence, right? Uh, like, for example, right now, I am at a middle management, uh, right? And here, a lot of influence, collaboration is required Why since you're working with cross-functional team, you have to get work done from multiple people And then is when you move to the CXO or CMO level, where judgment is extremely critical. Judgment is all about basis your experience, you have to take decisions for your organization, for your team, for your business, right? So it's important that you build those critical skills where you are able to judge and take decisions. And what is also important, I would say for college graduates is what you should also understand is know how to learn. The important, the thing is that world is rapidly changing. What you know today may not even exist tomorrow. The only thing then is that you set up for a life. If, if if you know how to become a student, when you have to, and know what, it, what it is to learn anything by yourself. I think that's it. That's something that's some skill that you should continuously have in your career. And, uh, Ask as many questions, right? You don't have to give answers. Do not pretend that you always know. Do not think you already know. Ask questions as many as many questions as you can. You can also ask dumb questions, right? But then ask questions so that your uh, inquisitiveness and your ability uh, to understand things also improves. As we come towards the end of this
0: conversation, I would like to ask you that if you have to summarize the entire thing and probably give away some uh, key takeaways or key highlights that any listener can have, what would that be? So I
1: will end with a uh, short story. And and in fact, it is from uh, one of uh, the speeches, I would say, and it's from uh, Matthew McConnelly, And where he says, uh, there are three things which are, which... I remember every day, right? Uh, The first thing is something that I look up to. The second is something that I look forward to. And the third is someone to chase. Uh, The first thing, which is uh, something to look up to, I would say uh, for me as well, it is that uh, I really thank God because that is someone that I really look up to because, uh, because God has really graced my life with so many opportunities. And there's a scientific fact that gratitude actually reciprocates so the fact is that if you've got uh, god you've got a friend and that friend is you right uh, the second uh, which is the that something to look forward to i would say uh, to my family is something that i really look forward to uh, and the fact is that my parents uh, my father my mother have really demanded that i that i respect myself i respect others as well right and uh, these They are someone, my parents, my wife, my daughter are are someone that I, as a family, I really want them to be most proud about me. So that's something that I look forward to. Uh, The something to chase, I would say, uh, in fact, someone to chase is uh, to my hero, right? Uh, That's someone who I chase. Uh, So, uh, and this is another uh, story that when I was 15 years old, someone asked me, who's your hero? And uh, I said that, let me think. Give me a couple of weeks. uh, And this person then asks again, who is your hero? I thought about it. And then I said, it's me 10 years from now. Uh, So then I I turned 25. The same person again comes to me and asks me, uh, are you a hero now? I said, uh, not even close. I said that uh, my hero is 10 years from now. So every day, every week, Every month, every year, my hero is always 10 years away from me. I'm not going to beat my hero. I am going to, I'm not going to attain that, right? But that's just fine because that keeps me someone that I keep on chasing for, right?
0: I can very easily say that whatever I've recorded till now, this one single sentence that my hero is me 10 years from now is definitely by far the most powerful advice someone has given or the most powerful statement anyone has made on this podcast and I'm not sure about the listeners, but this is going to stay with me forever and ever. So I would say this was one of the best conversations
1: I've had on this podcast. So really, really thanks to, for coming. Yeah. It's, it's a pleasure for me. Really very insightful questions. I enjoyed the conversation a lot and all the best for your career. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. That means a lot. And for the listeners,
0: thanks for listening. Keep listening, and we would be back with the next episode next week. Thank you.